Welcome to Loose Gymmins. It's a podcast loosely based around fitness, health, well-being and nutrition to help get you in the shape of your life without it taking over your life. I'm BFast J. And I'm lovely lifter so. <laughs> so this is our first kind of podcast together then. Um, and really what we wanted to do today was just introduce a little bit about our philosophy around health and fitness and just talking about how you can live an overall healthier lifestyle but without becoming obsessed by it and without it being the thing that takes over your whole life so yeah. and this one it's like be clear this isn't another fitness podcast we're not going to be here talking all fitness because that's not what that's not what our life is about so we don't want to start thinking that's what your life is about we love the gym we love movement but I mean, we love to just live life at the same time and enjoy every moment. You know, I know that I'm only 30, but we can have these times where I'm like, I'm halfway like, I'm nearly halfway to 60. This is mental. So I don't want to be stuck in the gym and eating broccoli um, and chicken all my life. I want to go out, feel great, look great and just do an amazing time yeah I think that's the biggest thing we want for you out of this podcast is just to understand that you know like we say it doesn't have to be something that takes over your entire life because we've been there we've been at that point before yeah. in the past where we were getting so into training and nutrition that it would literally kind of take over every aspect of our lives and you know when you're young in the fitness industry that seems to be the way to go but as we kind of mature and as we progress people start to take a bit more of a kind of a I don't necessarily always like the holistic word, like the, the holistic approach, but it is more of a kind of a rounded approach of staying fit, staying healthy, staying strong, enjoying good food, but being able to kind of cut back and have a little bit of slack and, you know, enjoy them little treats and the finer things in life at the same time. And I think it all goes back, doesn't it? When you're younger, you start getting into something and we start to think that we are absolute like professionals in that. And it's that saying, isn't it? That a little bit of information is actually bad because you have a little bit and you'll go with it and you think this is the only way. And I read that this is what you have to do. Da, da. And you grow up and you learn and you just realize it's not true. And the less obsessed and the less restrictive restricted and all that is actually the way to go and the more that you kind of do a oh let's see or oh give that a go or what about this is so much easier and so much of a better road to go down yeah so I think that, that comes from like just from my sort of background with that then this is I became I think at one point I became quite like sort of you know that stuck into the fitness journey that it defined me and everything about me and there was nothing else going on in my life other than that it's this whole like you know I am the gym I am the personal trainer I am Mr Fitness I am this I am that and I just think it got to the point where I got a little bit fed up with it you probably got fed up with it because yeah. at the time that time that I'm talking about you and actually in the fitness industry then nope. so this was before wasn't it yeah uh, and it got to the point where I was trying to do nutrition and train for like a, I was going to do a physique competition at some point which is I couldn't think of anything worse right now to be honest and from an outsider looking in so I was an outsider within fitness it seems like quite a judgy place so all the time I'd be doing you're like oh my god is he going to judge that I'm eating this what am I going to do oh jeez <laughs> it's a really hard like place to be I know it's not that anymore but from an outsider looking in it can feel like that yeah I think that's a good point we, we talked about a little article this morning didn't we where that whole perception of um you know, from outsiders looking in on the fitness industry, it seems like a scary place. It and that's does. a great thing I'd love to talk about. You know, that episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yes. We're a big fan of How I Met Your Mother at the moment. You know, it's lockdown time. You know, we've 
killed all the friends. You know, we've literally watched all of those episodes and da da da. We thought, you know what, let's give um, How I Met Your Mother a go. And I mean, you can tell it's old school because I couldn't get away with some of the stuff they're saying now. But also there's this one about PTs and I'm just like, is that what people see us like? Is that who we are? Yeah, so just to, if you've never seen it, I can't remember, is it season three, I think? Yeah. Maybe. But basically, um, yeah, in this episode, they decide they're all going to get in shape. So they join this gym. It's called like Totally Ripped Fitness yeah. or something. <laughs> and uh, they go and see this personal trainer and she's like absolutely brutal, isn't she? She's yeah. like, get out and give me 50 more, you maggot. Yeah. And, and then she goes, she goes, and she's like, last set. And like, you told me that last time. It's like, no, 20 more and all this. And they're terrified to go to the gym. And then they're at the bar the next day, aren't they? And they can't like lift up their arms to take a beer. Yeah. I mean, Jamie, we're looking at this going, oh my gosh, is this what we are seen as? Because that actually really upsets me. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And it is, I think that is the perception that a lot of people have around fitness is that, it has to be that kind of soul-destroying, all-or-nothing approach. Um, and really, when a trainer does that, it, you know, like, we'd never do that, like, kill, kill. But sometimes we can look at a person, and I'm looking at them, and I'm going, you know what? They look amazing. They look strong and confident and fit. I'm going to say, go on, give me another 10 out of absolute, like, motivation and go, I know that you can do it. Not the other aspect of, I'm going to kill you! <laughs> yeah, I think there's, there's one bit in that episode, isn't there, where um, he's like, oh, I can't do anymore. And she's like, oh, I thought I was training a man. Seems like I'm training a little bitch. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> And it's a bit, uh, it's a bit risque. It's a bit tongue in cheek, but that's the battle we have, isn't it? As trainers, is people thinking that you know, if you want to start getting in shape, it has to be this kind of you know this military operation. And this like, if you're not doing fifty burpees every set and you're not getting crushed into the ground, that it's not effective. And that's just not the case. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, we can think about the fitness injury. I was saying this to Jamie before, and being on the outside of it as a person who has been, I always thought it was a really like exclusive place and you're only ever invited if you look a certain way or if you are in a certain profession or you're this and you're that. And the more that I've um, work in it, the more I meet people, the more clients, friends more than anything, nine times out of the 10, people who I train are actually really great friends that I make at the end of it it's the most inclusive place in the world and mm. I absolutely love it I love that I will meet someone completely different walk of life to me and then they'll meet someone it's a completely different walk of life and they'll become friends and they're lifting together or they're doing something together when in a normal circumstance they might not ever meet yeah that's the thing that is a good thing about it so um obviously along with like, things like this podcast that so we run a, our own sort of personal training studio and because it's kind of group fitness based as well, it's great because these people do intermingle and mix so much more. So like the typical kind of one-to-one -one PT route, for me, that route's dead. Um, you know, it's kind of quite isolating. I think it doesn't bring about the community aspect of what makes fitness so great. And finding those people that, you know, like you think, like you say, there's some of the people that have made friends in our gym. Yeah. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. People you would never put together maybe in outside walks of life. And then they become like sort of really good mates. Yeah. All through that common goal of just understanding that, you know, fitness can be a laugh. It can be fun. It can be something that's enjoyable every time you do it rather than being this sort of slog and this, you know, oh, oh I need to go to the gym or oh, I've got to go out for a run. It shouldn't feel like that. 
it have times where we do, isn't it? We mm. have go through times where it's a little tough thing. But what I say to people nine times out of 10 is everything in life, however, in any aspect of your life, you have a demotivation. It doesn't matter whether, you know, we don't all jump out of bed every morning when the alarm goes off. Yes, another day at work. We have times where we're like, oh my God, can I be bothered with this? But we still go and do it. Even the thought of going out with friends and family, you know, at four o'clock, you know, oh, I've got to get ready. Oh my gosh. It doesn't matter what area of life. Life is sometimes you know, demotivating. We have to just push through it. And mm. fitness is just one of them as well. And then like, you know, when you go out with your friends, you really enjoy it. You're glad that you did it. Just like when you go to the gym, you actually did really enjoy it. And you're glad that you did it. Mm. You go to work and you actually sometimes hate it, but you get to see people. It gets you out. It gets you, you know, communicating, conversing or whatever it might be. Yeah, I see, to be honest. So I felt a little bit like that yesterday with them um, on one of our online sessions. So we do at the minute, so obviously the gym's closed. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We can't do things the way we normally would do, but we're running all our sessions online. But on Wednesday evening, we run like a group um, session that we do on Facebook Live. And so myself or Soph, when we do that, we alternate weeks, but we do that whole session along with the members as well. Um, but like yesterday, I was feeling that tired. I woke up at like half five, I think, yesterday morning. And usually I've been getting up about sort of half seven, eight at the minute on average, but I just woke up, no alarm, just kind of pinged, the lights came on. I'd had about six hours sleep, felt groggy, couldn't shake that feeling all day. Um, and all I was thinking was, oh, I've got to train later. I need to like make sure I put a good show in there. I don't really want to do it. Then as soon as I'd done it, I was glad that I'd done it. And all that kind of, you know, all that stress of leading up to it, all that anxiety had just gone once I got that session yeah. in and out of the way. Um, and I think it can be, tough I sometimes get that little bit of like you know anxious sort of feeling whenever I train with members at BeFast or I train along with them or with friends or family that I need to be this superly fit amazing person mm -hmm. that doesn't get out of breath I'm like yeah that was easy yeah it didn't even matter and nine times out of ten you know I'm struggling along with everybody else I'm mm -hmm. finding it tough but because you've got like this name above you that just follows you everywhere it's like no I can't be like, this can't be tough. I should be, you know, ahead of everyone and I should be stronger than everyone. And it's just not, it's not real or true. Yeah, that's it. Maybe we should talk about that. Let's talk about things that we do as personal trainers that people think we probably shouldn't do as personal trainers. Oh, oh that's a lot. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll start us off with the first one then. So last, uh, let's go for yesterday, for my breakfast yesterday. So I'm a personal trainer. You're probably thinking I'm there with my porridge and my protein and my blueberries. I put the oven on at about 10 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I had two frozen pano chocolates that you kind of part baked and you bake the rest of them in the oven. And that was my breakfast yesterday morning. Yeah, <laughs> 600 calories of pano chocolate. Well, technically 450 because I ended up giving you half. Oh, yeah, I did have some. He came into the room and he's like, are you sure you don't want any? I was like, of course I'm not sure. Bring it here. <laughs> <laughs> and like I say, that's not like an everyday thing, but it's just, you know, it's okay to live this. You don't have to live this. You don't have to be defined by... I'm a personal trainer. Every meal I eat is perfect. Everything I do is perfect. I have my pano chocolates. I think even before that, I had a cup of tea with two cookies as well that were going a bit stale. So I thought, I can't waste them cookies. I'll eat them as well. Yeah. So yesterday morning wasn't the healthiest <laughs> breakfast for me. But, you know, it happens. And it's one of them things. And it's okay. And it's like, the, the, for us, it's about you know, doing something like that and then just moving on from it and just, you know, pushing it to the side and not becoming obsessed by, oh, I've messed up and all that sort yeah. of stuff. 
okay? I'm a trainer and I eat chocolate and biscuits every day. Like every day. I love <laughs> to wake up and go into my treat drawer and be like, oh yeah, what's gonna be the choice today? Massive big one for me is those um, Cadbury creations. I just lose myself. It lose myself in the chocolate. Amazing, I have that. Um, I'm not a big digestive fan. I mean, Jamie's a big chocolate digestive fan. Mm. Do you know what? I can leave them. Yeah, but maybe that's why I buy them. Because <laughs> I know you won't eat them all then. <laughs> um, roundies. Don't know if you ever had these Fox's roundies. O M to the G. They are amazing, and I could. Yeah, they're, they're great. But yeah, I will chocolate is just my thing if at any point anyone listening or anything like that you want to get on the good side of me you want me um to help you out with anything if you just bring some chocolate along i'm pretty much yours (laughs) (laughs) so i think my second one is um i'm not a big like when it comes to training i'm not a big sort of crush yourself into the ground kind of guy at the moment, especially during this kind of the pandemic and stuff like that, like we, so we've obviously got the gym space still, but we're not going there that often. We'll go maybe once or twice a week. But even when I'm going there at the minute, I'm not into this, I've got to get in there and I've got to crush myself into the ground in the gym. At the minute, my goals don't require that from me. So I don't want to make it that where I've kind of got to hype myself up just to get into the gym. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'll go in there, I'll start warming up and I'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm really feeling it today. I'm going to push this a little bit more. I'm going to get them extra reps. I'm going to work that bit harder today. But I always go in with a bit of a minimal mindset of going in and doing this as a bare minimum. And then if I feel good, then I'll start to push myself. But I don't get into that mindset myself personally of being like, right, I'm going to the gym. I've got to smash it. I've got to crush this and that and do hit this and throw up all over the floor afterwards. (laughs) that's not motivating for me at all. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 35 now. Um, the joints are a little bit more sore than when I started in the industry 15 years ago. I've done too much stuff that's going to hurt my body, like martial arts and all that sort of stuff. So now I like to go in there with some idea in mind of what I want to work on movement patterns. I want to work on general kind of movements. Uh, but there's a big thing. I mean, the big thing we say to our members as well, isn't it? Is, you know, you train as hard as you feel you can that day. Yeah. That's what I said, you know, when we do that, give me extra tech and give me an extra this. It's not because we're trying to be cruel. It's because you look good. Mm. You look fit. You look healthy. You look awesome. You look strong. Like, let's do this. Like, you know, it's it's me going, you have got more in you, Peach. Go ahead and push it. I would never say that to somebody who's literally like crying with a med ball yeah, or yeah. whatever. Come on, you little maggot, give me one more. <laughs> That's not the point of it. When you come in and you say, Sophie, I am struggling today, I'll like, not a problem. Let's move. Let's mm. just see how you feel. Because we've got this thing with again with fitness and nutrition, health, or whatever, that it has to be perfect. Mm. What's the point in going to the gym if I can't do this? Well, there's literally a list of points why you should be going to the gym if you can't do this mm. or that or whatever. So movement and I it's like so personal to you as well. I always say that to people, um, you know, like today you're feeling a little bit of this or that, and let's move. What do you enjoy doing? What can we do to, to help you feel that little bit better? And nine times out of 10, you do feel better. There are times where you still walk away grumpy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but that's fine as well. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's all about that, just like getting that little bit of a, a daily minimum in, that little minimum commitment for yourself. 
And like Soph says, you know, nine times out of 10, you'll feel better. But on the other occasion, you'll do something, you'll just be like, oh. Glad that's over. <laughs> I can go and sit in front of the TV. And we welcome that. Like, yeah. you know, we welcome that thought. Like, even today, we were talking about training, weren't we? And mm. we're like, whew, let's find this motivation from somewhere. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got a good one. I'm a trainer, but I literally don't care what you've eaten. Like if I'm out with friends. So with clients and, and members, then let's have this conversation. Awesome. Like if that's what you want to do and we've got a catch up, we've got a review booked in, mm. let's go through it. If I'm out with my friends or my family, um, I'm out for a meal, me and Jamie are out, don't care what you're eating. Makes no no difference to my life. Like, you know, let's just enjoy ourselves. Because a mm. lot of the time people will go like, oh, don't look at me. Yeah, don't don't yeah. look, oh, oh, just ignore what I've eaten on my plate. Don't look at my plate. Oh, it's, it's a really naughty day, so I'm not going to care. Or if we bump into someone in the supermarket, yes, it's a good one. Yes, that's the best one, isn't it? <laughs> We've bumped into a few people at the supermarket and face drops. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, don't, I just, you know, just bought some snacks with friends. It's fine, it's yeah. cool. Look at our basket, it's probably worse than yours. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> fine, don't worry. So that's another one as well, like, you know, friends family it, unless we've got some sort of review booked in and we're talking about it and like that then yes let's get into it but if we're out and about like I don't mention what you're eating on your food like I don't I don't care eat mm. whatever the heck you want yeah and in a similar vein to that then so my next one is that like you know you've always heard that saying oh you, I thought your body was a temple oh yes that's a good one forget that one you know what what's the, I had a little post on this I wrote a whole post on it before and I couldn't think can't remember what I called it but basically, you know, that whole sort of um, mindset of your body's a temple, should you be eating that as a personal trainer? Should you be having that? A great example. So I was part of a business networking group. So we'd meet up at seven in the morning, we'd have like a breakfast and things like that. I would go and have them panas. That was my pan of shock fetish. You love pano chocolate fetish started. Yeah, <laughs> you've all ever since I've known you, you've always been a pano man. Yeah. So like they had these the best ones. It was in them um, Selfridges in Birmingham. So these panos had come out, they were warm, they were just like <laughs> buttery, they were delicious. I'd definitely have one of them on my plate, but I'd save it for afterwards. And I'd, I'd load my plate up with the rest of the food. I'd have my beans and bacon and hash browns and sausages and all that sort of stuff. And I think people were shocked seeing me as the fitness guy in the group and the personal trainer eating this stuff. But what I wanted to get a point across was you can still eat this and still be really healthy and still, you know, be in great shape. Like one meal doesn't define you as a person. Mm. Whereas a lot of people would be shocked, either shocked that I was eating that or they would feel that like if I was sitting next to them, like you just said, that they feel like I was judging what they had on their plate. But I, I prefer when people are honest, I feel... Um, you know, when people are upfront about what they're eating and people are kind of unashamed about what they want to have and like what they enjoy and stuff like that, it's a great place to start. Oh, amazing. Because it means you're developing that good relationship with food. You're not ashamed of like, you know, what you're eating, this and that. If you want help and want support, we can provide that. But we're never there to judge people on it. We don't really, you know, um, you'll see some trainers. Oh, I get this a lot actually with them, like, you know, like fizzy drinks and stuff as well. Mm. Or like McDonald's and like, oh, oh, you've had a fizzy drink. Oh, disgust. Oh, you're disgusting. You've had a fizzy drink. No. Oh, I'd never put that inside my body. Meanwhile, they were probably in the rave scene in the 90s doing <laughs> a few extra happy vitamins, shall we say, in the clubs at night. Yeah. But it's just little things like that as well that is, uh, you know, your body's not a temple. It's there to be 
enjoyed and worked on and part of that stuff but you can still enjoy these things as well and it makes me feel quite sad that that's how people can sometimes see me as this like judgmental person this judgmental trainer that if you've not you know moved that day or you've not maybe eaten to the best of your ability for your goal that I'm just going to be in with this judgmental view and it makes me sad like oh my god is that what I am have I brought this across to people because I would literally hate that if they were like describe Soph to me and they were like whoa god well she's a trainer so she's really judgmental with people's food and she's this and she's that I'm really sad yeah <laughs> yeah so it is it's, it's one of those things isn't it so like we're saying from this is just understand that you know what you need to find if you want to make fitness and health a long-term thing you've got to find that looser approach that's what's called loose gym and like partly because we're going to gaff about all sorts of things around the subject but also just being a little bit loose in your approach I think that was like a Bruce Lee quote be loose like water my friend I'll probably, Ooh, I'll probably bastardize nice. that. <laughs> I'll probably bastardize that now. But, um, you know, yeah, have that more flexible approach. Have that kind of, if you can get to the point where you can be a little bit more carefree about how you exercise and how you train and try not to be so like kind of compulsive and obsessive about these behaviors that you've got around your fitness lifestyle, it's going to put you in a much better place long-term. You'll be really successful. One of my aims in in fitness industry one of the things that I like to just bang on about is I just want to take the confusion out and if we can take the confusion out we will all live such a happier life I promise you it's an easy fun great um thing to do to introduce fitness and health or whatever you want to call it into your life it's actually a great thing it's Mm. not restriction and it's not um you know this and that it's just it can be great fun and it opens up lots of possibilities but we've just got to take that confusion out and realize that it's not you know all the things that we read about it's not Mm. the um ideas that we have in our head it is a great inclusive beautiful place full of opportunity and I can promise you that from being a person who is now fully in it emerged within fitness yeah I think that's a great point like myself and Soph neither of us came from a fitness background um so I mean when I was young young I did athletics so when I was up to about 13 or 14 I was I, I ran for uh Coventry Godiva Harriet so I was in athletics when I was young but then from that period up to the point of being 20 years old I did zero to do with Mm -hmm. fitness as soon as it was an option for me to drop PE I dropped PE out of it um I think I had a bad experience with like football as a kid going to like an extra out of school football club and everyone was like really good and they just wouldn't pass me the ball so I just hated football from then (laughs) (laughs) so that's probably where my hate of sport came from from that aspect athletics was a bit more of an individual sport so it was a bit different for me I think I think I was pretty much always on my period if, if sports was there oh, really? you get the note and you're like, i'm on my period i can't do anything i can't swim can't run can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so like that was i mean that was my background for years and it was only when i kind of started a job that i just hated and i felt always constantly drained by this job that i thought you know i'm going to do something for myself outside of this so it was like 20 yeah when i was 20 i started to start exercising properly and got into martial arts and stuff like that and then made it a career from sort of like 21 22 onwards yeah. Okay, same. I, I had absolutely nothing to do with that. As a dancer, I love dancing. Um, didn't do it for any other purpose other than absolute love for dancing. I did dance for a GCSE, I did dance for A level, um, and then unfortunately I got an injury and I did stop doing it for, for a long time. Me and Jamie met at university and he was in the fitness industry and he's doing all that and 
you know, if it wasn't for you and your amazing approach and your teaching, I've been so lucky because I've basically not only got the qualifications, but I've had you as a teacher all the way along as well, which is just like double bonus because I've been able to put it practically in life. I've been able to do it. So to have you by my side through it all as well, I think I've been able to become like one of the best versions of my training ability and knowledge as well. So, um, yeah, I would never have thought that I would be in it love it lift heavy weights mm. little soph not in a million years <laughs> <laughs> i showed you i can't remember the turning point with you that got you into it because we were probably together for about at least two years we need to actually clear this up i don't think people realize our relationship yeah so if you don't know us and um, we obviously run uh, be fast together 50 50 yeah <laughs> not quite um, and but we have um we've been together for nearly 12 years now due to get married last year panny d was here hoping that panny d is going to disappear and we might be able to do it this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um but yeah like you, you weren't into it at all were you at no. the start and like i never i think that was probably one of the good things i never tried to force never. you into fitness never. um it was more of a kind of it just comes down to being in that environment doesn't it like I was obviously always at the gym, I was training, then you started working at the the same um, gym, although like a, a different sort of part of it. So you started working on the reception for the martial arts school that was in the same building. Yeah, that's another thing why I feel I was so lucky because because of fitness and what fitness did for you, it helped you, you know, create what you did because before you were in a job you didn't like and you started to bring nutrition and fitness in your life gave you more confidence gave you feel more alive to do something different mm. that he allowed that to happen with me so he wasn't like you need to do fitness he was like what do you want to do so if I want to do so and I was like I hate my job he helped me you know go that's not a problem if you hate your job let's leave it let's do something and just what fitness had done for you mm. You weren't pushing that on me, but you were allowed to use that enthusiasm that it gave you and go, yeah, okay, let's do this then. And he got me a job at a martial arts academy, which I never thought I would ever have. Yeah, that was random, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's one of those things that's where, like, that's where that whole, you know, the whole fitness thing is. It doesn't just have to be about, you know, your body and your abs and your bikini body or anything like that. It's nothing like that. It's about what, when you start becoming fitter and feeling better within yourself, like the different opportunities that can open up because yeah. you know that was I mean I didn't imagine I was going to get into it as a career um I just thought the reason why I kind of got into it as a career was it would allow me more time to you know do more martial arts stuff and just get me out and about and be more active but it's kind of now for the last sort of 14 or so years has just really started to take its own little path and um just make something that you enjoy something that you can create like a a business from as well which is you know is 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 if you can get to that position it's a good place to be yes <clears throat> awesome place to be hmm. so i think that's pretty good a pretty good start to our little podcast for now anything you want to add for today no no i really enjoyed that yeah it was good good to good to virtually chat to you all um so we're going to keep these coming we're going to start having some we'll have a little think about different topics and different things to sort of um go through as well on this but you know we've got some ideas plenty of things we want to share about making fitness part of your lifestyle without it taking over your whole life um, and I think that's a really important concept that we want to talk on and build on so we will be back very soon goodbye